will go to the Dego bus. Join me. Together, we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Hey everybody, welcome to the Brick City Blockade. This is one of your three hosts, uh, Robin Vote here. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets, and I'm joined here by Miss Sarah Allwarden. Welcome to the Blockade. Hi. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome to have you here. Sean. Yes. He's I'm the third I, host. I'm he- I am here. Are you here? Yes, I'm, he I am here. here. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the Brick City Blockade. This is our first very own episode. I'm very excited to begin this journey with these two. Um, this is your Star Wars podcast. right here. New Hampshire Star Wars, Wars podcast. podcast. Sorry, sorry. New Hampshire Star Wars podcast. Did I get that right, Sarah? Yeah, awesome. totally. Perfect. Um, so, Sean, where can they find you on Twitter? At SeanMichelle1. Sean Michelle One. Sarah, where can they find you? Sarah Allwarden. Nice. Perfect. All right. So, if you guys don't know what we're all about, this is a Star Wars podcast. We're going to be talking everything from the movies to the books to the comics. I know these two are, they'll get filled in with me, but <laughs> it's, it, it, it takes some time. I know. I know. But we're going to get through it. Um, so, I know with all the movies and everything being out, there should be a lot to talk about mm. every episode. So I'm not too worried about that. But um, let's all start by giving our one Star Wars experience that we really cherish. That one experience that we all can really connect to as Star Wars fans. Sarah, what is yours? Well, I can't really boil it down to one specific experience. But I would say that it's just growing up with Princess Leia. Mm. Because I remember when I was in elementary school. These group of uh, three boys were playing um, Star Wars on the playground, like some imaginary Jedi Star Wars game. And I remember I asked to play because I love Star Wars, and they said, "Mm, girls can't be Jedi. And I was like, excuse me, Leia has the Force, but she just uses it in a different way. So I want to play with you guys, and then they let me play. Awesome. Awesome. That is sweet. How about you, Sean? What was your real experience? For me... I think because I'm such a huge sci-fi action movie fan, I just the first stars movie just like bl- blown me away. Just when I first watched it, I'm like, I gotta watch more of this. And then just the music because I'm such a huge music fan. I'm a producer, by the way. If you want to find me on SoundCloud, Zone, Zone Z. Yeah, make sure to check that stuff out. That's it's interesting stuff. I like his beats. Yes, thank you, Robin. <laughs> it's not a vegetable that I was talking. Anyway, I just, I just love the the movie itself, the first movie, just like, yeah. it brought me as a Star Wars fan. That's that most most fans I think would agree with me with the first Star Wars. Movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. New Hope was one of those awesome, awesome. I mean, it's what got us all going, you know. It's yeah. The very first one. Um, for me, really, I mean, Star Wars has always been an escape for me. It's always been that place that I'm able to go to and experience, get out of the real world. As a young kid, that's really all I had was like a VHS tape to really kind of get out of here and go and experience a different world. So for me, Star Wars, it really, it was Empire Strikes Back that was on VHS. And that's like, that's why it's still like, spoiler alert for future episodes, my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. We'll discuss that, but that's, <laughs> that's that, that for me, that was the one movie that got me going. So, I, I don't know. I, maybe we 
talk about <laughs> what, why did we think that that movie was so special, the one that, you know, like I said, Empire Strikes Back, Sean said New Hope. Mm. For you, it was Princess Leia, Sarah. Um, what episode was it really that, that... I don't know. I mean, honestly, it was all of them just put together. My dad, big Star Wars fan, and he used to just, like, sit us in front of Star Wars. Right. And just, I watched all of them, and I loved all of them. And that includes... Natalie Portman as Queen Amidala. Really? It does. I'm not going to lie. She is a great character that is just hmm. underwhelmed by bad writing. <laughs> that's <No>? that's true. <laughs> we we have some inside jokes that we talk yeah, about no, Princess Light. She was Prince an actress that was put into a position that um, I think it was a well-developed character. However, I think that they could have done a better job of utilizing her more as... Mm. You know, I mean, she played the queen of Naboo. Yeah. So for her to have somebody as a a double, as I say, I, I don't know if that was the right utilization of her. Although, let's talk about the utilization of her in that, um, I don't remember the exact quote that she says, but uh, it's like right after we see Palpatine, like take power and she has that yeah. li that line about democracy like so this is how liberty dies like that is like one of the most with thunderous applause yes. in the the prequels that like yeah this is important <laughs> it's, it's important it's important no absolutely I, I and to be honest i don't know how sean feels about this but that was my favorite line yeah that she delivered like this is where democracy comes to yeah death. yeah like i'm like where have I heard this before? Like, I feel like if this is American politics. Like, I can kind of connect to it in some ways. And, and that's different podcast. Totally different. Podcast. I I agree. Ch ch check out the um, um, politics for all podcast coming. I'm kidding. Um, no, no, I I agree. It's like same thing with Obi Wan Kenobi. Like in, in the prequels, like I loved his character because his character is all about like politics, which kind of makes sense yeah. because how where he stands as a as a Jedi. Yeah. I think the biggest issues just with those prequels is just like turn of the century CGI and just some poor oh, executive yeah. decisions. But well, I, yeah, you know. Well, you know the title of this podcast, right? We can't, uh, we can't go there. No. Right? No, 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 we, no, 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 no. We, we promised. We, oh, that's right. We promised. Oh, we promised. that's right. We did promise <laughs> you folks that we wouldn't go there. And, we're not and go there. we failed. Sorry. Sorry. We got close. We we're got staying, close. We're staying not there. They, they stopped me from going there. Um, but I absolutely, I totally agree that um, I think that the prequels could have easily been manipulated differently and it, they could have. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just to go back to why I was saying that stuff about Queen Amidala, etc. It's just, it's the concept of like growing up as a girl and you have these two really great characters that can like really power you through your childhood mm. and like really influence you and so like i can't really pick a specific movie but i've just always had this great like connection with leia with amidala all of those things you know? yeah absolutely and i don't think you're alone in that either yeah. no. i think there's a lot of people that feel connected yeah D just I, for any for any character it, exactly the, absolutely yeah absolutely i mean some some people feel a connection with and of course, she wasn't really featured in any of the prequels or any of any of the newer movies that we know of yet. Is Ahsoka Tana? I mean, yeah. she's another very she's... powerful female character that a lot of people can connect with. And her message—I mean, I see it in Star Wars Rebels all the time. It's a very powerful message that that really speaks to 
being that independent person and having um, the qualities in life that really can take you places. Yeah, definitely. And mm. they're not flat characters either. I, I so, know Sean's a huge Ahsoka Yeah, I, I am a big, huge Ahsoka fan. <laughs> Straight from the uh, Clone Wars series. Yeah. Like, I did not like the movie at all. And I don't know why, just the, the Clone Wars series made a huge impact for our character, too. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with that. Um, so I don't know. I mean, as you guys have been following along and uh, as you've seen on our Twitter page, our Instagram page, I, we're all over social media yeah. now. Uh, it's uh, We're just about to launch Periscope. We're, so on March 18th when we release this, we're going to have a nice little Periscope thing to release. So I don't, like, don't even know what Periscope is. Oh, well, that's going to be even better. Well, yeah. I like do, but like I, I don't. Right. Yeah. Mm. Live, it's gonna be a live it's feed. Gonna be, yeah. It's gonna be magic for me too. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that's good. Yes. Yeah. Now see, see everybody. Magic can happen beyond here. Magic can happen with any of us. So it's not a. You just what, have to use what, the force. What, what, what did Han Solo say? That the force was a was a himmy. What, what, was, what did he say? It was a gimmicky thing. I mean, come Something on. like that. Yeah. Come on, it's not gimmicky. We're using it right now. What was that line you said to me, Sean? Which line? From from episode seven. Oh. <laughs> That's not how the force works. Yeah, that's right. That's not how the force works. Han knows that. So speaking of episode seven and Han, episode Han knew that. Han, well, yeah. He, he, he knew past tense. Sorry. No, no, that's... that's Pissy. Oh, Spoiler alert. Sorry. We're, go, we're going back to English. Yeah, but, but let's, let's, let's stick on uh, episode seven, episode eight while we're at it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean, your takeaways from seeing it. Uh, first of all, how many times did you see the movie? I saw it twice. Twice. Okay, what are your takeaways from it? The, f- the first time, first thing, coming to the theater, it was packed. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, the fans all, all together. I went with uh, Robin and my friend Jake. Yep. And just the opening, the song for the movie. Oh, yeah. Just like... I had chills c- coming. It's like I knew it was gonna be an awesome movie, just and it's J.J. Abrams too. So, right. no, I I, to- I totally agree. Being there that that night with you, the opening night, did a tear fall from my face? Yes, of course. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you have to expect that. You see, you know, it's been what? It's been uh, uh, ten I years. I don't even want to count. Ten, ten years, eleven years since yeah, last movie. Since Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Third or fourth grade, so I think. Yeah. So, how old am I? 20. Okay. Let's <laughs> That's like 11, 11-ish years. About 11-ish yeah. years. And 20 years from the first movie. That's is, that's crazy to think that's about. That's crazy to think about. And I think just the crawl itself, I mean, everybody was getting behind, well, oh, well, they didn't put quotes around Luke, so does Leia have another brother? I come on. We all know that. Let's, let's, not, let's not get <laughs> way into that. But that's... that's, that's a, totally different discussion that we'll be having at some point um the movie itself i think it did have points where i felt like it fell off i mean i expect that coming back from an 11 year absence you know but i think that the movie overall pleased star wars fans more more than that more than the prequels i think my that's in my opinion absolutely yeah i would say absolutely um when i went to go see the movie i had to see it a little late because i was at school and that sucked. But I went to go see it, and 
Wasn't there, like, those new movie theater seats that, like, recline? Oh, the, so nice. Oh. Like, every movie-going experience should involve that, but yeah. it was just yeah. I was reclined, and I started watching Star Wars, and it just, like, blew my mind again. I mean, yeah. I'm going to be honest, is that I kind of was behind on the Star Wars times a little bit. Sure, no, And then, um, mm-hmm. over this, I mean, I've been reading the Princess Leia comics and, like, a little bit of the Darth Vader ones and yeah. a couple of the other ones just from working at a comic book store. So sure. You kind of <laughs> yeah. do that. Oh, yeah. Right. And then I saw this again, and I was like, oh, my God, this is why I loved this so much. It was, like, this amazing experience, and I don't think I was the only one who had that. Actually, one of my professors, uh, I was working on a Star Wars project, which you guys have seen. Yes. And, yeah. Amazing. And oh, she amazing. Was, I was making a Princess Leia poster, and she, my, this was my screen printing professor, and she's like, oh, I, I love Star Wars, like, because I was explaining to her the message behind it, and she was like, oh, I love Star Wars. Um, my husband and I used to love Star Wars, but, like, kind of dropped off a little bit after seeing the prequels. Mm-hmm. Right. But when we saw the prequels, we kind of lost it a little bit. Sure. So if you still haven't gone to see it in theaters, and I was, I told her, like, go see this movie in theaters. It's amazing. Like, you have mm-hmm. to see episode seven. And she was like, okay. And then that weekend, she went to go see it in theaters. And this was, like, uh, two weeks ago, like, so mm-hmm. recently. Wow. So lucky that it's still in theaters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, so she went to go see it. I saw her that mon- the next Monday, and she was like, give me a high five. I would not have gone to see that movie <laughs> had you not reminded me of it. And we were just both so happy to have Star Wars again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, it's it's been a pleasure having it back. And I know that... Um, like, many people didn't think it was going to come back. No, yeah. no. Like, I, I, for me, I didn't think it was going to come back for a while, but it came back really soon, yeah. which I loved. It was the, the Disney thing. I know a lot of people had a lot of concerns about Disney, myself included, and my dad, too, yep. who I keep That's referring true. back to as the ultimate Star Wars fan <laughs> out there. But, you know, he he was worried about the Disney, and he just wanted it done right as somebody who saw all who's seen all of the movies in right. theaters. Yeah, absolutely, and I and I totally believe. Um, I know there was a whole thing about the three D. Do they want to do it in the three D, or do they want to keep it in the standard form? We and everybody really liked we it. we saw three D, and it was, it was actually really good in three D. But I, I did enjoy it as not three D more. Saw, I saw it twice regularly, and then third time three D. Three D. And I've got to say is that I have an issue with pretty much all 3D movies is that mm. when they use it to enhance a movie, like it can be really cool, but you actually sometimes lose some of the outer details of the movie. Yeah. Like the camera switches, you get a lot of blurs in there. I just honestly prefer it in standard yeah. format. Yeah, same say. here. Absolutely. Totally agree. Well, here comes the uh, big shock of for Brick City Blockade lovers. Um, this guy right here saw it 12 times. Um, <laughs> yeah, saw it three times in 3D, and I saw it. Oh boy! Um, I don't, don't. He doesn't even remember. It's it's gone past. Wow. Is that that'd be? Yeah, much, I can't even remember. How much money is that? Um. Well, let's see. Well, that, that, that's why I saw it. Theater, you went to go see it. Yeah. So. One time a day. I think only two of them were at the Regal Cinema with the reclining seats. So. That's like fifteen bucks. Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. Usually. Yeah. Um, so I probably I when you talk about the one billion dollars in sales, <laughs> divide that by my how much I spent and uh, you you get my portion. But um, but I mean to be honest with you, every showing I saw something new. There was something new that came up that I didn't see the first time. Like if you haven't seen the Fourth Awakens, what the heck are you doing? 
don't listen to this. Turn it off right now. Um, she probably should have said that earlier. <laughs> um, but Sorry. Han Solo's dead. Um, yes. But, uh, <laughs> straight, straight out there. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out now because you should have already turned this off. Um, but it's it, every time I heard a different voice during the race scene when she went to pick up the lightsaber, mm -hmm. there was something new. First time I caught Yoda. Second time I finally heard Obi. I, I heard um, Ewan McGregor. And, I, I uh, heard he... Guinness say, Ray. And it's it, it's just a terrible impression. Um, <laughs> but that's that's I heard something new each time, and it was kind of cool. No, but can we, can we talk about that scene? Sure, for a bit? absolutely. Let's break it down. Like, so here's my thing. You've seen it twelve times, so you might have a better perspective on this. Mm -hmm. But right at the end of it, when uh, Ray's getting grabbed mm -hmm. by whoever, oh, Uncle uh, Plot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When she's getting grabbed by him, um, she yells something yes. and she I thought she said the first time I saw it I didn't think really notice because I was just so overwhelmed by yeah, that scene right second time I saw it I swear she said mom wow, wow. yeah I heard the same thing Did the you? third time yeah and then the, the third time I was like the third time I was a little less confident that it was mom because I was right. really listening because it was playing into the you know whole who is Ray theory right yeah and if if she's related to Luke or Obi-Wan or whoever, mm -hmm. like having only her yelling for her mom to come right. back is yeah. important. Important. There's so regardless. many possibilities, though. Yeah. So. What do you think, Sean? What do you? Because I, I know you've seen it a couple times. Who Ray's parents yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, no, just that scene alone, where where Ray touches Luke's lightsaber in the flashback. I don't know. The whole the whole the first time I saw it, it was sorry, not like, flashback. Sorry, sorry, fans. It's sorry, the first time I saw it, it was it, it was my favorite part of the, of the movie, yeah. in my opinion. It's like. But I, I just love how it's like showed Ray's like flashbacks, like trying to. Did you just say flashback? Yes. What awesome. do we call that? What's the problem? What do we, yeah. I've been calling it like a dream sequence slash hallucinations, uh, but mm. who knows? I, can, can I? What I think it is. A force vision. Ah. The future. Force vision. Ah. Because she touched the lightsaber, so I think there were some... That's true. Issues. But, yeah. anyway. Come to your now I lost track of what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember, everybody, this is our first episode. Um, Are you really sorry? This didn't sound so uh, sincere. No, no. It's, it, was, it, was, it was pretty sincere. Um, no, but um, I, I think it's a good point that there was probably you. Were, I think what you were alluding to was, was, are you alluding to the hallway scene when she first comes into the Force Vision? Yes. And she's in the hallway. Mm hmm Okay, because that's another talking point by yeah. itself. True. But yeah, that's a very important scene by itself. Mm. I mean, it has so much to it. Um, I think each scene had a lot. To it. Especially yeah. with the RTD two and Luke. Oh yeah, with oh, the metal hand. Scene. Yeah. Oh. Why would why would have Ray seen that unless lineage? That's... I know, and I mean I ha God I'm so conflicted on on the whole uh, the Ray thing, who she's related to, especially mm. if we're talking about um, Luke being gay. Yeah, that's, no, that's... that throws yeah. some issues. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. not that gay people can't have children. Sure, that, well, that's he, very he could be. Possibility. No, but. Um, he could be bi though, so that's, oh, instead of, instead of being gay, that's, he that's could be bi. Ooh. Could... ooh, I like that better. I like that better. Hmm. 
I'm gonna let that one sit around in my head. <laughs> yeah. but ponder on that one. Ponder on that one. But I have a lot of feelings about who Ray's related to is because my favorite theory is the Obi Wan theory, but mm-hmm. I might think the most likely one was Luke. That's right. in my head that's the most likely one. But I've kind of created a theory that's definitely not my own, but I kind of this is my first original thought sure. after I saw it was because Obi Wan's older than Luke mm-hmm. by like a generation. Yeah, just about. So he could have had a daughter that we don't know. Oh. Yeah. Who could have had you know gotten a little busy with Luke and then had a, somebody named Ray. Now that's <laughs> an interesting point. Now we know it's Pablo Hidalgo himself. Or as a lot of Star Wars fans like to say, damn you, Pablo! Because um, <laughs> he's the one that makes the decisions on what's canon and what's not. Yeah. And recently, as we know in the Clone Wars, that Obi-Wan had a relationship with, what was it, the Queen of... Give deep feelings for her. I can't remember what... Oh. Do you remember her? She had the big headdress, headdress on and... It, it, yeah, there's a lot of characters with headdresses. <laughs> um, um. She... <laughs> I want to was say... Was she part of the council? No, she was not part of the council. I think she was a Mandalorian. I don't know why I feel, which there is the Camino connection. We may have to um, check on that. Yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll backtrack. I know that fans out there, you're probably screaming right now, oh, it's the Queen of Sun, whatever this is. <laughs> uh, so please let us know when we post this what, what who she is. But I remember seeing him have a relationship, Obi-Wan himself with someone, so that theory... Definitely has some value to it. And I mean, uh, just having Obi-Wan and Luke in her blood there, let's mm-hmm. talk about who's going to balance the force there. Like, that's yeah. so much. And um, there's the whole scene where she's fighting Kylo Ren, and we have to assume that Kylo Ren has more practice with the force, and by that, I mean, we know, because Rey has just been awakened. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but... The, the lightsaber goes to Rey. Right. Yeah. Which I feel like has some sort of if Help. stronger ties to her, her to, to Rey than it has to Kylo Ren. Because if she's directly related to Luke, it would have, I feel like, a stronger allegiance to Rey right. than mm-hmm. to Kylo Ren, who is related, but, you know, not direct bloodline. Right. Which was, which was my feeling. I mean, unless it's just Rey has more power right more force in her but what could still mean that she's got you know luke and obi-wan in his blood <laughs> i just love that theory because it puts them both together and i know I, it, no, 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 it, no, it's the ultimate fan theory like i, I, I can be 50 percent right yeah no I, i've been 50 Are you I, to put that number on it i've been 50 50 the whole this whole time like since since the movie like i still don't yeah. know like this it's going back been back and forth 45 50 yeah. it's it's i don't know it's it's hard to tell. I'm a, I'm on a three way balance myself. I'm on Obi Wan. I'm on the Luke Skywalker bandwagon. I'm gonna call it a bandwagon because I feel like it's it's leaning towards that. Um, and I'm also it's a fan theory that she could be some kind of Force reincarnation. If that's why she ended, somebody dropped her off there which is still the greatest mystery, yeah. dropped her off. But maybe being a Force reincarnation, when she was training with Luke, Luke knew that, and he was afraid. Mm-hmm. She was going to become this really, she was the next chosen one. Yeah. And he was afraid with Kylo being there and knowing that he has influence, you know, with Vader, 
Yeah. He's more of a Vader fanboy than he is related to him. But um, <laughs> I, I feel that if he knew that she was a, some kind of reincarnation, that i got to get her out of here before she's influenced by Kylo and the Knights of Ren. That's that's another theory going to. Is she going to be a, a Sith or Jedi? Yeah, I love those fan photos. They're great. Thank you, fans. <laughs> well... Send, send them in, guys. Yeah, please. <laughs> you want to know what my <laughs> the first thing I said about who Ray was after I got out of the movie theater? Sure. My dad was like, he, this was his second time seeing the movie. He had seen it on opening night in Los Angeles without me. Oh. <laughs> Just hurt my soul. Yeah, the reason I couldn't go see it is because I had to house sit while my entire family was in L.A. without me. <sighs> seeing Star Wars, they extended the trip by one day. That's public record now. <laughs> yep. Anyway, my dad goes, who's Ray? Like, who do you think Ray is? And I hadn't really thought about it yet, so I just went, well, her ears are kind of pointy, so maybe she's related to Yoda. Oh, <laughs> now. Oh. Hmm. And that, I think, is the pinnacle of the silly. Is it? The silly theories, but... Oh, it's yeah. still a theory, though. It's still it could, a theory. It, yeah. Hey, any theory is a theory until it's proven not to be a theory, and I just used theory. So, the reception yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I think, you know, I think you have to leave everything on the table because, and if you've read the, another spoiler, if you haven't read the Force Awakens novel, that's something to do because in the mm -hmm. book itself, Kylo Ren knows who Rey is. Yeah. Ooh. Supreme Leader Snoke, in one scene in the book, when, in, in the movie, we see it. It's a line that's cut out, and I hope Set your calendars. April 5th, the Blu-ray comes out. So set your calendars. Because there's going to be 20 <laughs> deleted scenes in there. And two of them, from rumor, are between Kylo Ren and Snoke in the throne room. My theory is that one of those scenes is from The Force Awakens novel, where Snoke looks down upon Kylo Ren and says, You have feelings for her. You have compassion for the girl. You need to rid of your compassion if you want to become a powerful, powerful force user. Now, is that true? Now, we don't know. Is that going to be a deleted scene that we see? Do we see that confrontation? Because if so, and this is this is just a theory. I'm just, I'm just starting to talk like Ben Carson now. i got to stop doing that. <laughs> um, uh, it, 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 it's, it's just a theory. If Snoke somehow knows that Kylo has feelings for her. What is that connection between Kylo Ren and her? Other than maybe being on... It could be related. Yeah, we, don't, we don't know. I, hmm, I feel like, without going into familial relations, sure. that could just be... He feels, this, like he feels like he might be looking at a younger version of himself. Oh... See somebody who has the force and is kind of that hasn't been proposed yet. That hasn't, you know, doesn't have a direction, right? And somebody that he needs to take under his wing, which would be confirmed when he was like, "What did he say?" You need a teacher. Yeah, someone to teach. Yeah, like all you exactly, exactly. Yeah, to teach her the ways of the force. So I feel like on base level it could be that, but that's just me. Sean, what do you think? I'm just one person. Um. Hmm. I don't know. It's 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 too hard. It's too early to tell. Right. I, I I think I have to actually see, wait and see. April fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we'll find out who Ray is 
in the next episode or the episode after that? I think towards the end of the next episode, they're going to give hints. Sorry, fans, if you heard that, that is a little kids running around trying to pretend to be Han Solo and Princess Leia on an adventure. Uh, don't worry about it. So, yeah. Yes, that, that, that's what I think. I think they're going to give hints at the end of the next movie, I think. And then, like, sometime in the, in the, in the last movie, it's going to, of course, they're going to tell... That's that's what I think. Right. Now that's inter- that's that's a very interesting point because I don't know how you feel about it, Sarah, but I feel that um, and fans have said this that episode seven was just another new hope. They felt like you know there was a lot of connections to it. Well, if J.J. J. J. Abrams wrote a new hope, we have Ryan Johnson writing number eight, mm-hmm. and. If it's going to follow the same kind of path, it's going to be just like Empire Strikes Back. And what did we find out in Empire Strikes Back? That. Spoilers. Just saying, they never said, Luke, I am your father. It is, no, No. I am your father. It's just a common thing. Um, (laughs) But it's, I feel like it could be at a pinnacle moment in episode eight, towards the end, that we find out what our lineage is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they want to follow that fan base and they want to follow what we know, why not? Why not make it that way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, and from what I've seen so far, I know I've tweeted them out and I put them on Instagram, all the set photos that, we were, that we're already seeing, mm-hmm. like from Dubrovnik, Croatia, I mean, some of those shots are just... We're, I, I think we're going to see the middle class finally. And, <laughs> and, and, and this isn't, this, I'm, not, I'm not talking like Bernie Sanders. We need to fund the middle class. No, 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 no. I'm not doing Free that. education. Free education for all Nabooans. <laughs> it's called a rigged economy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was just a priceless moment. Um, but um, no, I, I think we are going to see a middle class galaxy in some ways and now was that was it always that way i don't know now knowing that the republic has been shattered once again um i i kind of like the idea of that like seeing Mm -hmm. this and we also have to remember that dubrovnik croatia was a target of um world war ii so there are still ruins in that town so are they utilizing those to show like Maybe this is something that Starkiller Base like kind of brazed. I mean, we see we see entire planets getting destroyed, but did it yeah. kind of braze this planet? Is there only half? Like we don't we don't know who was what planets were destroyed. Not all of them. Right, we we don't know because they really targeted just the New Republic system. Yeah, that's what they did. Speaking of uh, planets getting destroyed, sure. You guys ever any Doctor Who people? Me too. Oh yeah. Mm. Did you notice Martha Jones getting blown up? <sighs> yeah. Did you? Yeah, and to be honest with you, I didn't know what to make of it. I didn't know what to make of it. I was like, I don't. It was it was out of place for me. Yeah, I mean, it was very subtle. It's been a long time since I was, you know, into Doctor Who, but right. it was all of a sudden she was there, just about to get blown up. And I was like, <laughs> Hello, like, oh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. she just is a Star Wars fan that just was like, put me in anywhere, <laughs> kill me, <laughs> <back to you." laughs> Well, it's, it's, it was a little Captain Phasma-ish to me. Yeah. Like, lower the shields. Uh, we're just going to bring the trash in back. <laughs> Which, uh, that's, that's a whole other discussion, is where's Captain Phasma? Now, I'm going to say this. 
I totally believe that Captain Phasma was underused in this film. Yeah. Like, I, if you... And, and I thought Captain Phasma was going to come in as that Boba Fett character, without incinerations, but that, that same idea. Like, she was going to be, like, really the bad... Uh, I, I love Gwendon Quisheel. Oh, I she's, she's amazing in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I think she... she, she I, you know, I mean, I thought she was great, but she definitely could have gotten more screen time. Yeah. Definitely could have gotten more screen time. Now, when you... When, and, and this is how I look at it, too, and you probably look at it the same way, is that why would a First Order drill instructor who is a, like, just, <laughs> she's so tough, just let the shields down so easy? We, you know, I, I feel like that that part was kind of... Just a plot device a little bit? Yeah, yeah. just, like, like for, maybe for episode eight, maybe Ryan Johnson came in and said, oh, no, 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 don't, don't make Captain Phasma kill anybody yet. Because I'm going to make it a Poe Dameron Finn versus Captain Phasma episode 8. That would be actually awesome to see that see them fight. Yeah, I, I think we could see that. Hmm. Which would be interesting. You know, maybe uh, Benicio Del Toro. So <laughs> it's, uh, you know, he's going to be a bounty hunter with uh, Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> Boy, talk about... Is she ever going to take her helmet off at all? Uh, that's the other thing. We never saw Boba Fett take Take off. Or Django Fett. Well, no, no. I, oh, man, I just set oh, myself up. Oh, 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 A bunch of fans yelling at me. Django Fett had his helmet off. I'm sorry. We saw him without his helmet. He's the clones. Yes. Remember when everybody was mad that, like, Gwendolyn Christie's outfit didn't have boob plates? <laughs> oh, my God. No, that is... Wow. Um, I'm trying to think about... Was there ever a Star Wars character with boob plates? I mean, if we're going to talk about, we can talk about the metal bikini. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could. I mean, but. That's for you. I don't think it really, need, I don't think they needed boob, I don't think they needed boob plates. out there. They got that picture at the back of their wall, I know it. Don't hide from, from us, we know you're out there. Right, Sean? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, no, it, it's a, it's an interesting point that, um, I, I feel like they really didn't feminize her character much. Now that I think about Which it. Which I think they... Uh, I mean, I, 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 the chrome thing? Yeah. I don't maybe. think she needed to be, though. No, she didn't need to be. I definitely didn't. So? And I don't think a lot of characters need to be. Really? I don't think that being a woman by yourself can be feminizing. True. And you don't really need extra things. That's true. To, you know, you don't need boob plates to really demonstrate your womanhood, I would say. Mm. But I would say that, no, nah, it was great because, like, we knew it was Gwendolyn Christie and we knew she was a woman and we didn't need her to be hypersexualized at all, mm. which is a nice reprieve from everything mm. else. Very good point. I'm sorry. I, God, I don't want to turn it. What's that? Uh, God, that, like, uh, video game commentator that all the men on the internet hate. Oh. It's going to be me. <laughs> no. I don't want any death threats. There won't be. No. 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 Guys, we love. We on. love you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> we got your back. Yeah. Well. We're just like Kanja Club. The the fans will love you too. Kanja Club. That's, that's really terrible. Yeah, you can talk about that guy's accent from uh, the Guavian Death Gang. There. That was interesting. That was actually my least favorite scene. Really? Yeah, Let's work that down. I mean, I feel the same way. It was my least favorite scene, and so I watched every. This, so obviously, the first time you go see this movie, you don't drink too much 
of any like beverage that you're getting, mm, so you sure. don't have to go to the bathroom in the bathroom in the middle of it. And right. the next two times, I didn't really have to comply <laughs> by that. So right. every the next two times, I had to go to the bathroom during the movie, and I left during that scene both times because I was like, I don't really. This is fine. Yeah, what did you think about that scene, Sean, with the raft? I think I think it was funny. I think I think it, they put it in for a comedic relief. I think, yeah. which yeah. a lot of people people need comedic relief in this these types of movies. Right. Definitely so. demonstrating Ray's badassery, but outside of that, yeah. it was a little too long. I think the scene was a little yeah. too long. Yeah, and you notice the Indiana Jones feeling to yeah. it, like yeah. the tire rolling down. And it's if and you can go on YouTube and look it up. I know that there is a side by side of Han Solo running away from the Raftar in the Indiana Jones scene with the giant boulder mm. coming towards him. It's the same exact thing. <laughs> so I feel like J.J. Abrams put it in there because it's like, ah, we're going to kill off Han Solo, so let's get a little bit of an Indiana Jones cameo yeah. in here. Just, it's Disney. So I feel like that was their moment. That scene was Disney's moment. Yeah. 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 To, I, to do something. It was just not, not great for me. Yeah. I would say definitely not great. We could have skipped over it, and the movie would have still have been. Absolutely. And I mean, maybe it was just thrown We could have had the deleted scenes that you said yeah, instead. Yeah, but... something that we could have added. Yeah, and I mean, it might have just been that first, like, let's shove, you know, all these characters together for right. their first moment, like their first moments together. But outside of that, we kind of just, like, was this weird part that was interjected in the movie a little bit, right. I think. Just that moment when Han and Chewie came into the middle of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I lost it. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, that's... Well, in the preview for, like, the first trailer that got released last uh -huh. year, that Chewie were home, I remember watching oh. that. I was sitting... It was, like, one of the first nice days after that long winter last mm -hmm. year, and I was sitting outside and watched it on my phone, and I was like, oh, God, I need a tissue. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Chewie, we're home, and I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, that was one of those scenes, absolutely. Yeah. More than I think, for fans, I mean, that was like the best comeback you could have. Yeah. Like, just to have that one scene alone, like if that was the movie alone, would I have been happy? Probably not. But no. if I just saw that one scene over and over and over in a movie theater, I'd be pretty happy. I would. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at <laughs> you know? all. You know, I mean, put it at the end of Deadpool. You know, we could do that too. It would make it better. Yeah, that's a whole other talk. It's Deadpool, but anyway, that's that's getting Deadpool podcast. Go go see Deadpool. <laughs> Sorry. Tell that the Kanja Club, but um, no, absolutely. I, I I think there are definitely things that we're gonna see in episode eight. First of all, I mean, we saw the the clip, the production teaser for mm -hmm. episode eight. We saw more Luke Skywalker there than we did in yeah. episode seven. <laughs> Well, it tells you a lot. Which tells you, yeah, absolutely. Mark absolutely. Hamill, highest paid extra of all time. Highest paid extra. Yeah. I don't know what J.J. Abrams was thinking, but hey, he got it's, it's J.J. Abrams. <laughs> it's J.J. Abrams. He's gonna do what he, he does. I used to go to the same school that J.J. Abrams used to go to. Really? really? Yeah. That he graduated from. Sarah Lawrence College. Shout out. I transfer. <laughs> <laughs> For all you college people out there, you can connect with transfer. <laughs> but no, absolutely. Actually, there's a lot of Sarah Lawrence in that movie. Yeah. Carrie Fisher went there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Carrie Fisher went there. There's a connection. JJ Abrams went there. A couple other people that I don't really remember. No, more, more people worked on that movie that were from Sarah Lawrence. Fun fact that I just Wow. Know. Wow, I didn't know that. I think that Carrie Fisher left, though. She didn't finish there. But a lot of people do that. Did Yoko Ono went there for a year? Really? Met John Lennon and then left. Oh. Uh, huh. 
different podcast. That's a, that's a controversy. <laughs> oh. Anyway. So well, that's a controversy. Just, <laughs> just some Sarah Lawrence fun facts. You know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Throw them in there. Um, I think another great talking point, and I know that, you know, we're working on our time here, um, is Supreme Leader Snoke. Mm-hmm. By himself. I, I'm going to say himself because I don't know officially yet. But I totally believe that Supreme Leader Snoke, I mean, they've, they've talked about it, that he's a character, and Pablo Hidalgo, I mean, Pablo, has said that he's a character that we, we've never met, and Andy Serkis said the same thing. He's a guy that we have never met, we don't know who he is, so anybody who has, oh, it's, it's Darth Vader reincarnated and he's come back to help Gnaw mm. nope. new, 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 brand new character. Brand new character. But where did he come from? Is my question. Where was he? He saw in in the novel. It says I saw Darth Vader had a chance to defeat Luke and become more powerful than ever, and he didn't take that opportunity. So he was present at the time of Empire Strikes Back and um, Return of the Jedi. So he, he he saw everything that happened. So I'm just wondering. I mean, is he just a creeper that just is he really a Yoda? Well. And there and there's always there's a ton of fan theories around like oh is he the Grand Inquisitor is he it's hard to I, say it's it's, it's too early I have no clue I just thought that he was just you know just kind of some evil guy you right know? that's really I mean actually when I saw the movie I think the Darth Vader thing comes from poor uh, character design more than anything he had like oh. similar scars to Darth Vader right mm-hmm. and when you see him take off his helmet. Yeah. yeah, the big gashed up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the only th- I saw that I was like, hmm, why do you kind of look like Darth Vader a little bit, but like, like the Voldemort baby version, you know? That's a really interesting. Point. Yeah, that's kind of that was what I was thinking. Just, and then I saw that he only had like what four fingers, and then I was like, you're not human. <laughs> so yeah, yeah no, no, that's yeah, and and that's something my dad said right away. He was like. You know, I took him to go see it for the first time. And I'm like, he just looked at me. He's like, that's Anakin Skywalker. I was like, wow, Dad, you didn't say Darth Vader. That was the first thing I said. And then <laughs> I said, that's an interesting point that it could be. But why would it be? Because that at the end, yeah, you know. I don't think it doesn't make sense. I don't think. It doesn't. No, make sense. it doesn't. I feel like fans want it to be that. I. But if you, I mean, if you watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's not so yes. evil at the end anymore. No, he's not. He's no. got his redemption right he's at the not. end there. Absolutely. So, I mean, I just don't think that that's... That would be completely... I don't... No. That would just be completely off. Yeah, and, and another George theory, Lucas wouldn't let that happen. <laughs> no, George, Uncle George would not let that happen. He would let a lot of things happen. But not that. But not that. Let's not get, let's let's not get into that. Uh, okay, I'm not talking about it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, but I, I... And I told Sean this last time talked about Star Wars, which is all the time. Um, one thing I said was, if you know Star Wars lore, and you know where, because um, there is a scene in the beginning where Kylo Ren and General Hux are walking, and I don't know what the, maybe we'll see it in a deleted scene, what the meaning of that conversation is, other than to talk about, there's a BB unit on Jakku and everything. Um, he mentions, well, maybe Supreme Leader Snoke should consider a clone Now, hmm. my theory 
is that Supreme Leader Snow could be Siphodius, who was the one, if we, if we remember from Clone Wars, mm. when Obi-Wan goes to Kamina, and um, they say, oh, we're, we've been waiting for you. You've been expecting me? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it, Ewan McGregor's line there, and he sits down and he said, Master Siphodius placed this order for like six million or seven million clones. Mm. And he said that it was approved by the Jedi Council. Oh, yeah. Yoda comes back and he says, We never in, in Mace Windu says, We never approved any of that. So do I and Siphodius was was um, convinced to join the dark side at one mm. point. And this is this is before, this is during the Clone Wars. Yeah. So I mean it's it there's a possibility I think that that was a reference to Supreme Leader Snoke knows where Kamino is. The planet was never destroyed. Hmm. He yeah. has the ability to create clones. It's an interesting. Interesting theory. Yeah, it's a little nerdy, but I, I guess But they st- I mean, they stopped with a clone Clara Martin. It is Star Wars, yeah. It's true. But I I I think we we'll, do you think we'll find out who who Snoke is in episode 8? I don't know. I mean, honestly, that wasn't at the forefront of my mind as to who he was. I mean, I was just kind of just... It's not as important to me as right. as other plot storylines are, like who is Rey, etc. Right. But just, it's not... It'll be revealed, I think, in due time. Right. And it's, it's not, it's not like, the forefront of what is powering my interest. So, I don't know. That's just me. I, I feel like it's going to be... His reveal is gonna be not in the movies, but like more in the books or comics. That's what I think. Oh, I think so I think it would make more. Movies. It would make more sense for the movie. I think. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's a good point. You know, because it'll it'll be more for people like us, whereas right. other people will go see it and it doesn't really matter who he is. Right, right. Then that, that makes sense. I could easily see it. Like I know that uh, Claudia Gray, by the way, Lost Stars, awesome book. Um, She's coming out with another book called Bloodline, and that's concerning Princess Leia and Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. Um, I think we're going to learn why he turned to the dark side, how he was convinced. So maybe we get an idea of who Snoke is there. Ooh, yeah. Because she did say, you know, he convinced Ben to join the dark side. I mean, he was convinced from, day from that, it sounds pretty, famili- like, pretty familiar to us as, right. as the Palpatine, Anakin. <laughs> yeah. Generation. Oh. Generation. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's it'll be it'll come out in due time. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna see more of that. And kind of piggybacking off of that, I I think we've seen more from Episode Eight than we have from Rogue One itself. Yeah. Which Just, I mean is kind of concerning in a way. Like I it's coming out soon. Yeah. And yeah. we need a trailer soon. Like. Oh, maybe maybe around the release date of the of the Blu-ray and I DVD mean, of Force Awakens. If we think about the first preview for Force Awakens, that came out like spring last year and spring 2015, and then the movie came out December 2015. Right. So we could be just right on the cusp of that. I would say it's probably coming out real soon. That's a real good point because there was a recent article that you'll see on Twitter, Instagram, uh, even on our Blogspot page that I put out that. Um, to the Disney shareholders about a week ago, J, uh, JJ sat down, Ryan Johnson, um, all the heads of Disney sat down to share with shareholders at Disney, and they showed them three separate trailers to Rogue One. 
saying, well, we could show them the dark one with Darth Vader force choking somebody, or <laughs> we could show them the da 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 you know, just the Rogue Squadron almost type opening. So I feel that if the shareholders are seeing it now, and the rumor of it being part of Captain America Civil War being a trailer during there, I think it's going to come out before Captain America Civil War. Because I feel like, you know, they kind of kind of have to jump on this because the average Star Wars fan is not going to know what Rogue One is. Everyone thought it was going to be on during the Super Bowl. And that's what we, what we thought it was going to be during yeah, the Super Bowl. And, Super Bowl. and never showed. Never showed. And I think they have to start it now because the hardcore Star Wars fans, they know about it. It's the people who have seen Force Awakens and are like, when's the next Star Wars movie? Oh, I missed one in December. Of 2016. <laughs> when did like, this one come out? What is Rogue One? Yeah, what is Rogue One? Like, we all know the story of how the Death Star plans were stolen. We know that somebody did it and Vader got real pissed about it. Mm -hmm. And he started, you know, you know. <laughs> what, what, did, what did he say to Princess Leia in that scene um, when they picked up the uh, rebel... Uh, starship there. Oh, Wait, right when he gets uh, on. Yeah, when, when he gets on after he's totally destroyed half of them with stormtroopers. And... Is it like, like the oh, I mean, like I'm... you're not a diplomat like that one? The one she's yeah, you you are not a diplomat. You are a traitor. Yeah. Take her away. Yeah, like you're a yeah. rebel rebel traitor or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and that I think he was because you notice that's what was in R two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where the Death Star plans. Yeah. So are we really in the, I'm, I'm starting to get chills just thinking about it. Is that where the movie's going to leave off? Like, Rogue One, wouldn't it be something if, like, something happens where we see... Because I expect it. Everybody died who had, you know, who had stolen them. Mm -hmm. Darth Vader made sure to get rid of them all. So, at, in that scene where we see them all be, you know, all destroyed, are we going to see... That moment when it's picked up and Vader comes in, like that would be something. Yes, yeah. I would love that. Yeah, that would be really cool. I think so. And I mean, I was reading a little bit before I got here about how it is in between three and four, mm. but it says it's closer to four. Right. It's closer to four time wise. Timeline. Right. I mean, it would make sense. Though. That would make sense, but because it, yeah, so. That's interesting. Yeah, I I I think it would do service for the hardcore Star Wars fan. I think the regular Star Wars fans gonna look at it and be like, "Oh well, yeah, I not, guess it connects." I wouldn't say not even the hardcore ones, really, because um, when I went to go see Force Awakens, mm -hmm. I was having a conversation afterwards with my partner, and we were talking, and they were like, "You always get these things in the at the beginning where they said they did all this stuff, and why don't they show us doing all the stuff like stealing the Death Star mm -hmm. plan?" Right. Because that's it. That's in now that's an yeah. that's an interesting point. I had never thought about. I that. think that's just a general that curiosity. Is, that would be a cool wow. opening point for the movie, though. Like just start, yeah. just go straight through it, and then it'll get people, Star Wars fans, really hooked. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, I I think, and I'm glad that they're like the the young Han Solo movies that they're working on. I think they're okay. But who they cast? I know, and, and they're like, I know, and probably the, the, a week they're just like, we got our final three. And we should. They, they should have got the the Robin William uh, guy. Yeah, Robin Williams, the, the impersonator guy. Yeah, then, if we could, we could get all. Yeah, get hologram of Robin. Ho Williams. Yes. No, the the impersonator. There's some really good impersonator. Those. Impersonators. Oh yes. and, he, and they got yeah. and he got turned down. What? Well, because he's not yeah, an actor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I well, like I mean, like. 
they, clearly they have no qualms with uh, picking random people that no one's ever heard of before. Right, of like, course. Like, who knew who Daisy Ridley was before she it's got true. back? Very small yeah. roles. Very, very small roles. Same with John. Yes. John Boyega, yeah. He had a couple other things, but, you know, nothing... Nothing, nothing, nothing Star Wars. Nothing, nothing... No, that's a good way of... Nothing it, big. Right? Nothing Star Wars, guys. <laughs> I mean, once you hit Star Wars, there's no going back. I mean, absolutely. But I, I, I think... No, I think Robin Williams Oliver. <laughs> what a beautiful planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Rogue One, we have another um, main female protagonist, right? Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be Felicity Jones' character. Yeah. Mm. Which is, I think, piggybacked, I'm not going to say piggybacking, but going from Ray to another movie with a female protagonist, as you say, is a great idea. Yeah. That goes into the, the casting more uh, female character, more lead characters in the next uh, movie. And I, I yeah. know, I like that because it just seems natural. Because, I yes. mean, when Star Wars first came out, it was 1976. Seven. Ah, okay. Well, <laughs> One year, it's okay. So, you know, like, we've come a little bit since then. Yeah. A little bit mm-hmm. of the way. Yeah. You know, whatever. So it's nice just to see that be, like, kind of the natural way of things going. Yeah. Especially with Ray. I just love Ray. She's so much. She's a great character. She's so great because yeah. she's not, like, the stupid, like, strong female character thing that people right. are obsessed with. And Daisy Ridley even says that, too. She gets asked about that in interviews, and you can tell she hates that question. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've looked at StarWars.com interviews with her, and they ask those questions. And she's like, she's a real character that's written well. Yeah. That's yes. why I'm glad to play her. And she's this great character that I'm, oh, I'm so excited to learn more about Rey because of that, dark, like, dark backstory. Like, mm. she, and uh, in the movies, when we first see her, you know, getting, um, there's that scene of Finn, and everybody thinks it's funny when he's like, she's like, don't touch me. Like, yeah. don't do that. Which I think goes far beyond like, I, I don't know. I think it goes for for herself as too. I think, yeah. I think it goes... As, a, as an actress for, yeah. I think. And I, th- I think it goes to, like, the place of where she started is that she doesn't have a family and she's been, like, essentially forced into slavery. Mm. And so she's not used to people doing nice things for her. Yeah. It, like, goes beyond just being like, I don't need a man's help. It's like, I have a deep, broken past where I don't expect any compassion yeah. from right. people. And I, and I think Ray could easily, and I'm going to make a comparison to the prequels. Um, sorry. Oh, no. Um, I, no, no, it's a no. good one. I really do it, think it's a good one. Don't jump off the boat yet. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just go. Just just go. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> but, um, Shmi Skywalker. Yeah. That's, the, that's, where I, that's where I first thought. You know her backstory. True. She, she came off as that very same character, raising a boy by herself. Um really caring for the community she lived in was she a slave yeah but she was you wouldn't have thought that yeah that was the first thing it wasn't until somebody said something that was the first thing i thought when i was watching the movie she's she's my me so much of shimmy yeah yeah i i think they're definitely well there we go there's another connection (laughs) another skywalker connection Uh oh. <laughs> we have embraced it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So yeah, but I, I I think that if we didn't know, you know, if Anakin didn't say, well, you know, we're slaves or anything, I I think I would have thought, well, you know what, she's just a really proud mother who really just does what she does, takes care of her child, and lives in a community that supports her in a way. Yeah. So I think Ray kind of carries that in a way. I'm not saying that the prequels are great or anything, but I think that she kind of carries that. The prequels 
Oh, the things that I would like if the prequels were made now mm-hmm. with different writers involved, etc. They'd be so good. Yeah, I think it'd be so good. That's a different. We can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll, t- we'll have a whole prequel session, I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the discussion won't be bad. <laughs> Did you seriously just say it won't be bad? Maybe. I, I put Sean on the spot all the time. Right? I know. That's why I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no, anyway, I, my heart. I, I, I think that um, stoked for episode 8. Totally stoked for episode 8. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I went into my serpent talk there. But to, to, I am stoked for it. I'm really excited to see how we're able. Just knowing that it's going to pick up from that spot. Mm-hmm. How are they going to do that? Are they going to say, whoa, 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 you know? Two years later, we're still at the same scene on Skelly Mike Wyatt. My arm hurts. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, my arm hurts. <laughs> Can you take it? <laughs> like the Snickers bar picture. Please eat the Snickers bar, Luke. You're not who you were before. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You are what you eat. <laughs> still, that circle shot still going. Oh like we my. literally started the exact same circle, like spot on the circle. <laughs> Instead, it just, instead it just go reverses instead. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, I'm not gonna make any references to that, but uh, <laughs> I think that's Sarah's own reference right there. <laughs> the, the the almost circus-like aerial shot that we got. Um, speaking of aerial, did you guys hear that? I mean, I know we're wrapping it up here, but I thought that this would be kind of cool to talk about. Drones shooting down drones at the episode eight recording sites. I think that's awesome. Interesting. There's Star Wars happening above Star Wars. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, and, and Ryan Johnson has even come out and said, yeah, there are TIE Fighter ones and there are X-Wing drones that are shooting down other drones. That that's that's interesting. That's a movie by itself. Like, could Rogue One please just be about the drones in Dubrovnik and Skellig Michael Island? Like, I, 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 I think it's cool that we've come that far. Like, George Lucas, I mean, I don't think he would have even predicted no. drones protecting. Like, that's how secretive this thing is. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I feel like George Lucas did predict it in his head. Like, I feel like he... Uncle George knew it. He, he, he wrote the prophecy. I mean, you've all probably seen that, that interview with Mark Hamill where he's talking about George Lucas... It's like right after right <laughs> that interview with Mark Hamill. You don't know what I'm talking e- about. Every every interview. When, when he's ta- when he's talking about um, George George Lucas making alluding to the Force Awakens. Oh, that one. That yeah, mm. and yes. in, like say putting it around 2011 time. Right. You know, he knew. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have something for you to do. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have real AT-AT walkers out there. Yeah, you know, it's just he knew. Yeah. He knew. And Absolutely. That, I mean, we've made a stunning comeback. <laughs> Yeah. Since the uh, early 2000s. So. No, that's true. What do you think, Sean? Drones protecting... Well, drones protecting a scene. I think it's I think it's interesting. Just just as itself. It's, it's like instead of... What if there were droids instead? Oh. Coming back to... Roger, Roger. Yeah. Yeah, like they just suddenly... I, to be a I, battle I don't know about you guys about the prequels. Sorry about going back prequels again. I, I, no, no, no. I, I love the droids. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. Just like... They're comedic relief, which I think, I don't know, they're fun to watch. How cool would that be? Oh, now I'm going off. Um, 
how cool would it be in Rogue One that we've seen in the novels, like, I know in, um, uh, what is it, um, oh, boy, he's gonna kill me if, if I don't remember the name of his book. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it now, but, um, he talks, there's one scene where the character is going through the underlying parts of Tatooine, and he opens up a gate full of droids. And this is just before The Force Awakens. So, is there a chance, like, in Rogue One, that we could maybe see some old, like, Trade Federation stuff still existing? Because that's because we're kind of bridging that gap. It'd be kind of cool, I think, to kind of see some old Trade Federation stuff. Mm -hmm. Like how we saw the, um, what was it, the Starship uh, Vengeance that was that was in Jakku. Oh, yeah, yeah. They crashed those, the Vengeance. Spoiler alert! I don't, I don't know if any of you have re read Lost Stars, but the characters in the book—that's their ship that crashed. Um, but I mean, I think if we saw like a, a crashed Trade Federation ship, that'd be kind of cool, like on one of the planets. Mm. I don't know. That's just a thought. Pretty cool thought. Yes. <laughs> but, so I think I think we covered a lot of stuff there. We did. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, don't worry, we won't end it this way in all episodes. There's a lot more coming. But... A lot more coming from us here. So, finally, again, social media, Sean, where can they find you? Sean Michaud one at, for Twitter and Zone Z on SoundCloud. That's my for producing. Check out those beats. Sarah, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram or Twitter as at Sarah Allwarden. Sarah has an H, too. Don't forget the H. Don't forget the H. You, can, you can find me on Instagram, too. Sorry about that. What would that be? And Solo? No, no, no. Don't forget the H. Um, <laughs> you can find me um, on Twitter at MrVoteTweets. That's because I'm a teacher, so I have to keep it professional. Um, you can find me on Instagram at MrVoteGram. Um, you can also find me on Periscope, and you can also find me on YouTube as well, which I hope to get some cool videos up with behind the scenes mm -hmm. of what we're doing here. So most of the, this podcast will most likely be on SoundCloud. So. Yeah, we're gonna start off on SoundCloud, get you guys with the free stuff. I don't want to have to charge something for got people to come on and listen with iTunes. So we'll just mm -hmm. keep it free for you guys for now. Have to pay up at some point, kind of like how the. Geonosians had to pay their lives. Okay, I'm not going um. to get into that. Uh, but um, <laughs> that's worth one. Um, it's been a pleasure, guys, doing this. Really excited. The way that we're going here. It's a brick city blockade. Signing out. May the Sign force be with you. Always. Yeah, may always. <laughs> Good work.